What's up everybody? Welcome to the Fitness Realty channel. My name is TJ McClelland and I'm the broker. I'm super excited to share all the things we have planned with you. So sit back, strap in and let's have some fun. What's up everybody? Welcome back. We are here for episode 41. This one is going to be my biggest prediction for the next 12 months in this market. And hopefully this will be some evergreen material. I don't know if it'll last, but the market is going up like crazy. And that's gonna be my biggest prediction. We're gonna continue on this war path of continued price appreciation. And we're just gonna continue on that path. So I feel like even with the interest rates being hiked up and making it so that it is much, much harder for a buyer to qualify. Even then, we are an industry that is driven by supply and demand, just like every industry out there. With our supply and demand issue, though, we are, this one's coming from the National Realtors Association, when we went to a broker's convention in Phoenix. So me and my mom went to a broker's convention there, and this is a data point that they brought up. And they brought up that we are 6 million homes behind on what we would actually need to create the supply where it would even out. Six million homes, that is enormous. So if you're looking at it from a standpoint of supply and demand, our supply is super, super low. Everyone's feeling that everywhere. If you pull up your local listings, you might have three or four that fit your criteria. If you're trying to find something that's a starter home or a first-time home buyer opportunity, those are so few and far between because new first-time home buyers are turning of age where they're looking and starting to want to buy a home more and more quickly today than it seems like it ever has been. So you also have combating that or um, kind of exacerbating that issue is that you have investors, you have millennials, you have every different category of person or age group or generation that is trying to find more ways to buy more real estate. And it's really increasing that velocity of the money that is just kind of crazy. And it, it's changing really rapidly. So my prediction next 12 months, we're going to continue to rise. If we see some inventory come on that is foreclosure status or pre foreclosure, I feel like that's going to be able to, to be gobbled up right now by uh, investors, institutional investors as well. Um, and then your family that's either doing pretty well or they've saved up some. Some of those are actually buying those homes that are popping on the market and they're creating an area where now they have one or two homes or they're they're moving into their second or third home. And so you're seeing more and more of that, right? The The information about real estate is so readily available. It is almost virtually everywhere. CNN, all your major news outlets, Forbes is talking about it, right? So all of these industry outlets are talking about real estate investing. And so the vibe is that people are starting to buy more homes and they're figuring out ways to leverage so that they can actually make it safe they can get their home. They can make sure cash flows. There are tons of great calculators out there that show us how to do that. So I feel like the velocity of money is really changing, like I said. So we are on that war path where it is creating this atmosphere where people want to buy more real estate. They want access to charging somebody rent that's going to go to work instead of themselves. People want that. And so that is really creating this environment where we're really behind. Okay. Couple other things I think that are going to into play on this. Number one, we aren't able to build homes as fast as we would like to. So builders are really being held back by labor demands, materials. So we're, we've lost in labor and materials, right? They're really having a hard time 
to get those things to make sure that they can build quickly. But I think the third one, and we see this all the time, this is not new news. This is news that I think people just need to really evaluate what's happening around them. So forever, right? This is not the first time that this is happening. We don't want high density built in our backyard. So we call this the NIMBY syndrome. NIMBY is not in my backyard. So people don't want that, right? They hear the word high density and they don't want that in their neighborhood or right behind them or it's a shopping complex they're going to tear down and create high density. Something that I want to point out, though, is high density, those words associated right now, maybe that's townhouse, maybe that's condos, maybe it's uh, 500 apartments. A long time ago, that would have been half-acre lots or one-acre lots or even further back from there. Maybe it was, hey, you're going to go high density and all of these parcels are now 30 acres instead of like 100 something. So as time evolves and there's more and more people, of course, on the planet and they all need a place to stay. So this industry is not going to go away forever, right? Somebody is going to have to live somewhere. So we'll always have property needs. But right now, what you need to see is that high density helps fix how many units we're behind. You may not love high density, you may hate it, that may be a trigger term for you. But honestly, high density helps fix some of the problems that we're seeing today. Maybe it fixes the first time home buyer so they actually have a place to go to so they're not living in a basement. Maybe it fixes multi-families, you know, or, or a lot of families living together in one house and maybe in a neighborhood you don't want that or, or whatever. You know, I'm not portraying any side or any anything like that. I'm saying that there are these things that if we had more homes, they could help ease the constricting environment that we have currently. So and then something that people don't really talk about, this one's really going to rub some feathers the wrong way. We are seeing the price appreciation. We are seeing it everywhere. Something else that I like to throw out, and this is the thing that rubs people the wrong way, is instead of seeing that as price appreciation, we need to really look at it and evaluate that it is the dollar tanking in purchasing power and you're just seeing that everywhere you need more of it for a gallon of gas you need more of it for a gallon of milk you need more of it at the store your paycheck you're getting more of them but well hopefully but those don't go as far right if you're gonna buy a brand new truck today is that 100 grand is that 120 are you buying baseline model and it's still 80,000 bucks so take a look at that in in your life i feel like when we talk about price appreciation we're losing the other side of that which is the the amount or the purchasing power of the dollar is rapidly expiring or i shouldn't say expiring Ugh. that might really rub some feathers the wrong way right it's not a conspiracy theory of course i'm just saying Saying that the you can go up and look all these stats up and you can see that the value of a dollar has dwindled down to the purchasing power of about less than a penny or two pennies or something like that from a long time ago, maybe pre-1920, so before the Great Depression. I know I'm throwing a lot of stats out there and these are probably all wrong, so please check me on it. Write it in the comments down below if you would like. But take a look around. Nobody can fight the data point that you need more dollars to buy the same amount of stuff today than you did a year ago. Nobody can refute that. It just is the nature of the beast. With as much printing has gone on and as much spending has gone on from our government, you can't fight that. Once they've spent all of those dollars and really pushed that velocity of money, 
Now we're living at a new velocity of money. And that's where the inflationary is really changing. And so you guys are seeing that you're seeing inflation numbers come out on CNN, Fox, whatever, and you're seeing the inflation rise. That is the purchasing power of the dollar going down. There are a few instances, of course, you know, where market conditions can really affect the outside inflationary model where let's say it's downtown Salt Lake. Everybody wants property in downtown Salt Lake. So there is outside pressure to push that price really high from market demand. But you also have the inflation happening with the American dollar and so you need more of them. So you're seeing kind of a twofold exacerbated problem, like I said. So anyway, whew, that was a long uh, ramble. And I apologize about that. And I apologize for making it sound like I might be a conspiracy theorist about the dollar and it tanking and maybe one day just being a thing of the past. Maybe we move to crypto. Maybe, we, I don't know. Who knows? That's a topic for another day. All right. Well, I just want to say thank you. This has been my market prediction. We're going to continue to rise there's no stopping it right now, especially in Utah. I love you guys, and thank you for staying with us for episode 41. All right, we'll see you. Well, that's a wrap. If you like this podcast, like, share, and comment down below. And if you want some free real estate information, check us out at fitnessrealty.com forward slash baller. Well, thanks for supporting us. I love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Later.